And then they started digging around in there, and I didn't quite like it. There was something about it that was just intrusive. Kobe, of course, talking about the first time he was penetrated by his uh, local priest. Hi, I'm Dan. Welcome to the Slowcaster. I will be your host this evening. I'm joined today by the illustrious, the magnificent, the wonderful, the hiding behind his, like, ultimately shittily designed pop filter. It's Kobe. (laughs) It is I. We had a fantastic pre-show, fantastic pre-show chat about how terrible that pop filter that everyone owns with uh, owns yeah. is and uh, if you wanted to catch that pre-show uh kobe well you can't catch it now you fucking idiots you missed it but if you wanted to catch next week's pre-show where where would they go they would go to i'm typing it in my browser now twitch.tv forward slash s-l-a-l-t-c-a-s-t one word that's right twitch.tv slash slotcast where you can catch these episodes streamed live Every Wednesday, asterisk, every when we do them. We did say two weeks ago we were going to be returning to weekly episodes. However, we then subsequently recorded one of the worst episodes in the podcast history. So we decided to take a week off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a a weird balance I feel um, doing the podcast now where we, we won, right? You and I are fairly similar in, in our approach to this, but and, and I guess Caden too, but the one other member, which is Joseph, and this isn't me bagging Joseph out it at all. It sounds like you bagging Joseph out. I am bagging Joseph out. He is it. getting a point on the board. It's one for oh, Joseph. Oh, I'm oh, not the only he's one not with even point. here. He's not even here. Oh, imagine getting AFK points. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there's there's something weird about all of our interests and what we kind of want to talk about and Caden I think is the most um, flexible because you will put a topic in front of him and he will talk yeah well so I think what's happened is we in high school because we were forced to spend so much time together on a daily basis the Venn diagram was kind of forcibly smushed in terms of our interests but then, yes. then high school ended and we all went off on our own diverging paths and slowly but surely the Venn diagram has started to separate and there's still like a very generous area in the center where we all overlap in interest but like Mm -hmm. our primary interests lie in the outer parts of the venn diagram um yes and like not ness and then like sometimes it's like yours and caden's like music would be one of your primary interests and that's in your guys's venn diagram and then it's like on the edge of mine and joseph's venn diagrams and then me with like fucking software none of your venn diagrams so (laughs) we don't talk about that Uh, but then also like the MCU and Marvel and stuff, that's like bang on. And that's also on the edge of your guys' Venn diagrams. So, I mean, I, I, I like that stuff. Yeah, but like yeah. you like you can admit not to nearly the same degree that I'm, that I'm into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, that's a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. And I think, uh, there, I mean, there definitely is a social study on it. But like how you are kind of forcing people to become friends when you put them in in a in a situation like school like for for 6 years we had to be around each other forcibly and like we could leave i guess there is that option of of switching schools but it's the same problem and for an even shorter period of time you have to adapt to the people around you again and i was reading something on reddit it was like a it was an ask reddit thread about how do you know how did you know a, a friend that you had became a fake friend and like reading those comments it was like, man, am I actually a good friend? Like, do we, do I ever like just check up on people? 
Because I feel like that's something that we should do, but yeah, I, I, I haven't well, ever. Well, see, I am going to blame my social anxiety and take no responsibility yeah. for not doing it ever. No, like, like I've definitely... Well, okay, here's, here's, I'll, I'll throw this back at you. I'm going to tie it up in a little, mm-hmm. in a little, with a little bow and throw it right back at you. Okay, Have you yeah. like DM'd anyone out of the blue since the end of high school? Like not someone in our immediate circle, um, but like, have you like- I want, I want to. I feel like the, the closest person that I have done that with semi-regularly, by semi-regularly, I mean like once or twice is, is Lauren, superfan Lauren. Super, oh, ex, ex-superfan, there's no- Ex-superfan, we, yeah. We can't confirm or deny whether or not she's still a superfan. If she replies to Look, to okay, this, fuck it, know. I'm putting all yeah. of the cards on the table, okay? Here's what I have to say about Lauren. <laughs> This is so mean. <laughs> Look, for ten, for nine strong episodes, she supported us, okay? And we recognize that. And then a moment in the sun came on episode 10. And then she she got the moment of fame and then thought she was better than us <laughs> and was never a fan again. And that's why Lawrence will never be on this fucking podcast. Because <laughs> we can't let him get too big for his boots. Lauren, we love you. It's just a joke. We understand that, you, that doing literally anything is a better use of your time time than listening to this <laughs> podcast we appreciate all of you who listen um yes but yeah that's my gripes with lauren <laughs> but no but I, yeah no it's it's an interesting thing there are times where like somebody will like i'll think of a funny joke to say because i am a jokey man um i'm a jokey a bloke a joke. as they say yeah i am a joke when somebody posts a story or something like that but i'm always yeah, like so that's that's the part kind know. of the furthest i've gone is like pop up to someone's like insta story or something yeah so i mean like if, if someone's done something that's like fairly directly relevant to my life mm. um i'll be like oh that's kind of cool uh like mm. i saw for example like someone i used to do karate with uh, and then like we haven't kind of spoken in a couple of years uh has recently started like twitch streaming um mm. and i was like oh shit that's kind of fire uh so i like damned him oh, i, po- I go- jumped into his stream chat and i was like oh, hey that's kind of cool um i didn't say i stream too he knew it i was like oh my god Wait, like it's <laughs> don't, don't you think, okay, the, side tangent the only thing is kind of mm. weird that we're like keeping up to date with the lives of people we went to high school with even though we'll probably never go out of our way to speak to them ever again like I know that people are like getting engaged and have kids, but I don't care about that person at all. And there's probably shit in my life that they know just from seeing like my social presence, but they don't mm. actually give a fuck at all. Yeah, that's weird. Um, anyway, but yeah, so like I, I'd I, go don't, to I don't think so. To to piggyback up. Oh, sorry, you're gonna. I was gonna say or... like I went into a stream chat and was like, stop talking to him there, and then like we've been DMing like a little bit recently. Like yeah. oh, that's cool. That's like a a connection that's uh, kind of picked up again after like four years. Yeah. Well, to to say that, I was actually I've, I've written a song about this. Actually, in fact, funnily a, enough, funnily enough, it's a it's a God, you're song. such a prolific artist, Kobe. I, I, oh no, nah, it's a it's like you know the I had I had a friend when I was in primary school, and I read on social media recently, and for for some reason, right, right. The the last time I had any sort of meaningful interaction with this person was when we were eight, when we were in year three. And then she moved schools, right? And then weirdly enough, right, incel Kobe has existed since he was basically nine because they will always just like nobody else that I have ever met, right, will like pop up in my mind as frequently for like just the random reasons, mm. like for example, like last year, I saw that our friends, some of our friends from high, old friends from high school, 
um, became like I saw them post a, a photo dump on on Instagram, and then she was in there, and I'm like, wow, that's weird, right? And it's like how weirdly close somebody that you don't know, right, can be somebody that you knew that you haven't spoken to in over a decade has like sort of become. And I'm sort of like It's like small world. Can I message shit. can I yeah. message that person and be like, hey, wow, that's really crazy. We are different people. Like we are effectively, there is a span of time between knowing someone and not knowing someone where you become strangers well and especially right? during like the post end of high school like it's, it's kind of when we all become more defined in who we are in a way like everyone mm. starts kind of pursuing what they want to pursue and pursuing their own mm. interest and you're not being forced into high school like you kind of have like the uh higher degree of freedom then um yeah. so yeah people like become who they are <laughs> like, yeah some people go to jail has anyone from our high school gone to jail? Yes, yes. I'll tell you after. That can you? Not- um, this is gonna kill me. You're gonna have to DM me. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, continue th- to talk. But I no, I, I say 100 what you mean, and I, I've definitely seen shit like that where it's like, kind of like, well, like, I would never picture that person would be in this situation with these people, which like tangentially relates to me, and like reaching out would be a pretty pog thing to do, but also I like uh, talking to people is hard. Yeah, it is. It is. I yeah. I want to I want to talk like you know that idea that I told you about like interviewing friends that's kind of mm. the reason that would never exist is because I'd have to ask people like hey we haven't spoken in a while do you want to talk to me for 45 minutes about random shit and then let me post it to the internet for maybe zero, maybe millions. See, I love that the know? idea of you doing an interview show because I think you'd bring like the Kobe flair to it and it'd be like funny oh, yeah. and hilarious. But I think <laughs> you're setting your sights way too low on the guests and they aren't going to pull any views. Because like, yeah. oh, here's fucking Johnson from high school. <laughs> Go get him internet and Johnson's like, I am... Uh, failing my business degree (laughs) he's got no pull john there's no johnson we didn't go to school the 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 idea the idea of it is is like the the mundaneness is sort of the interesting part because like every time you see an interview with a celebrity or something like that like you it's this weird thing where you're already aware of them and their life is as interesting as it can be to the point where it's become uninteresting. Like I feel as though a modern day celebrity is the most boring life to live because like everything of that you do is documented compared to somebody who's like doing a degree in um, like microbiology who is only ever on Joe Rogan's podcast during a global pandemic. You well, know? I mean, but there's like a level of that where it's, People only care about what you have to say when they care about like what you have to say. Yeah, exactly. So like you're not like, gonna, like for something. I'm not, I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to make the next big podcast here, Dan. I just want to talk to friends. Well, see, I want to see. Here's here's where our paths diverge. <laughs> I want to utilize my friends to generate income for me. Okay, so I'm well, gonna I need mean, you to yeah. pull numbers. <laughs> we'll see that. <laughs> we'll see that. Anyway, business meeting over. Yeah, no, that's an interesting topic. I think. I like the I like the thought of connecting to people, especially like once your paths are, are separated, mm. and it's just, it to me because I'm so I may not act it a lot of the time because I am a bit of a selfish person. 
Um, and by a bit of, I mean a lot of. But, you know, I can't necessarily imagine a world without the people that I spend the most time with, like already. Like it seems, it, 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 it's a foreign concept whenever, you know, my brother would tell me, oh, you know, your high school, like I'm not friends with any of my high school friends unless we continued to play soccer or, you know, just See, watching I, I people hate like- when my parents like say that shit, like, oh, I'm not friends with any of my high school friends anymore. Like, yeah. Because if, if people in your life hit you with that, like, oh, you're not going to be friends with your high school friends forever. Because I yeah, feel no. like we have a fantastic group and that's going to person Like, Caden moved away in 2015 and we're still mm. like close as ever with him six years later. And mm. what, I was barely uh, what, friends with Caden and when now you're he, better friends. <laughs> yeah. And now we're the fucking sick cunts. Because I know? think we're like the one of the, we're not like the first, but we're one of the first like year groups, um, like graduating class, like year groups that mm. has had the internet. Like we had the internet pretty much all the way through high school and we're able to mm. maintain these relations. Like we just, the group chat never ended. Instead, yeah. we made it a fucking podcast. Like, yeah. We're going we, to. I, I can't envisage a world where we're not friends. At least some subset of soul are not friends, like, effectively forever. Yeah. I, unless something fucking. Cra- unless Joseph goes too far with his uh, <laughs> sexual escapades, let's say. I was, I was going to say with his, with his fascism ideas. Well, no, no. No, I, I, th- I, I agree. I think it's interesting watching the generation that we are a part of and just a little bit. We're truly generation. unlike any of the ones prior like yeah like, but it's children it's, of the it's going to be this weird phenomenon because the i i think that the eight years start like starting in like the early 90s so like 1993 to 2000 right i think that is going to be its own I mean, it is sort of forming its own well, I mean, generation. That is, it's kind of like, oh, everybody. millennials are here and Gen Z's here and like this in... But I think it's, it's probably closer to like 97 to like 2001 is where yeah, maybe. I'd grab and it. Then, and it's kind of like, oh, we're like the in-between the people where we get all of the millennial shit, but we also like yeah. get all the Zuma humor because we grew up with the internet. Like we grew up mm. with your shitty cartoons and the internet. <laughs> mm. And I think it's also like the drastic shortening of like a generational gap because there are kids... Now, who like my nieces, who what, the the oldest was born in 2011, and then the two youngest, the twins, were born in 2013. Like they were autonomous using the internet by the time, to- like you know, they were iPad. Kids. I mean, like culture they were autonomous so using the now, internet, and they're plugged in so early. Yeah, and and that, and then I think what we'll see is our generation, like that eight years that I was talking about, are seeing those kids. And how those kids are using internet and how it's fucking them, you know. And then it's going to create this, um, this ironic, uh, ironic's not the word, um, like this this loop of now we're the ones not wanting to show, like, give kids access to the internet. It is kind of like, weird really how will. it's like we've gone from, like, uh, oh fuck, like I wasn't allowed a phone and like I wasn't I wasn't allowed a smartphone until I turned thirteen. Mm. Went from that, yeah. parents like fucking limit. Like I got like an hour of computer time a day. I wasn't allowed to play video games except on like Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> then we've in like f- five years later, we get fucking two year olds with an iPad watching mm. AI generated Chinese fucking cocoa melon shit, microwaving yeah. their brains. To like in another like seven or eight years, it's gonna be like our generation as parents being like, "Fuck no, you don't get an iPad until you're yeah. thirteen. Um, so it's because like we I, grew I up think- with it. <laughs> I think that's the that's the weird thing that that 
classing people as generations is going to become more and more impossible because those generational divides are going to be shrinking dr- like dramatically. Like well, the think- difference between somebody born, like people born 1999, 2000 and people born in 2005, like that five-year difference is so drastic in the types of people that it has produced, so I'd say. Interesting you said those years because I was born in 1999. My sister's born in 2005. So you've hit both of those mm-hmm. years. And yes, there's like quite a generational difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, even in terms of like when my sister first like got social media, she was like way younger than when I was when yeah. I first got social media and stuff. Um, and so like, yeah, there's a divide there and there's differences in way in thinking. But then it's also like in terms of the generation blending, like we're into, the, I, we send each other TikToks and shit all the time. Like we're into the same Zuma mm. humor. Like I, I can yeah. still relate to the Zuma humor. I know I can identify mm. it's fucking Zuma humor and it's ridiculous yeah. and it's stupid, but like, it's kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, saying monkey is very funny. <laughs> monkey. Monkey. No, we had monkeys first. Harambe died for our sins, okay? Monkey always monkey always respected. Okay? Caesar is home. Caesar is home. Oh, where'd you go? It's sorry, two of sorry, me. It's sorry, two of sorry. me. Ooh, it's two ooh, of ooh, me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Wow, that was scary. Oh, sorry. Um Yeah, Caesar Caesar is Caesar, Caesar is home. Caesar is home. I, so Kobe, I had I had quite an experience. I had quite an experience this week. A quite, okay. a quite a modern experience. Okay, uh, when you think twenty yeah. twenties, the decade thus far, what do you think? I think you went to a vaccine. No, a I was vaccination gonna, you were supposed clinic. to say COVID, and I was going to be right. No, no, no. Here's here's what I think you did. You went to a vaccination clinic with a picket sign that says, "I would rather die." than be controlled by Bill Gates. Okay, you must have mistaken me for someone else because I was actually outside of the vaccination clinic. I was standing with those guys, uh, but my sign said, what the fuck? There was no chip in my vaccine. Bill <laughs> Gates put a chip in me. And then I had Cody Ko's chip song. Like, everybody get the chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, so yeah, on Monday, I got my first shot of AstraZeneca, which is that's, fucking that's, pog, dude. I'm half-vaxxed. sick. Half-vaxxed, ready for sack. <laughs> <laughs> stealing bits baby um no it, it was it was crazy like it was like um, i haven't been to the doctor in like 10 years okay i'm perfect yes. i'm a marvel of modern medicine um well, the superhuman I mean, you got off lucky then i went to the doctor for the first time in four years and they said hey you got brain issues kid the physical kind <laughs> and i went oh no he see this see this profession that you have never heard of an endocrinologist, because you've got a tumor, boy. And I went. I'm pretty oh, sure that's no. what gives Superman his powers. No, that's Superman. Yeah, that's. It's just this. I've look. It's I fucked sun. it up. I it's fucked the up. Sun. Endocrines. I meant to make a Scientology joke, and then I was like Superman. Yeah, the sun gives. Him I know his the power. sun gives him. It's the. The hotter the the, the bigger the sun, no, the more it's power the, he gets. To do with the radiation. So the bigger the sun, no, bigger sun gives bigger no, it's, radiation. It's the yellow. It's the yellowness of it. It depends on which interpretation you read. Fair enough. Um. But so anyway, I went to. I, they did. It wasn't like I'm sure if I went to a doctor for like a checkup, they'd and they'd call in all of their colleagues and like mutter into their clipboards and like, oh yes, um, because uh, like how is he? How is he alive <laughs> still? Uh, no, it was just. It, so I, I I pull up. And I'm just like, I haven't, because I booked online. There was a whole, there's been a saga going on in the group chat 
um, where they've been making fun of me subtly for not uh, liking mm-hmm. talking on the phone because I didn't want to have to call up to make an appointment. Um, yes. So I went online, I made an appointment at a, a local medical center that's not like my main... If I still had a main... It wasn't the doctor I went to last 10 years ago. Um, so I booked in, like, register as a new patient in that system, like, blah, blah, give me my Astra uh, phase one, uh, Astra first shot. Um, then you have to, like, fill out basically the government eligibility checker and they're like then they sternly look at you and point Mm -hmm. and say we're gonna ask you again when you get there so if you're fucking lying to get this vax Mm -hmm. gladys herself will come and fucking spank you so what could you be lying about as a as a 21 year old Uh, i could have said i was older uh so i could get pfizer like jump the queue for pfizer okay so so i'm gonna i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you here hold on all right so i'm so I was looking for a vaccination clinic around me, right? Because mm. I'm I'm unsure whether to get the Pfizer or get the AstraZeneca. So you're because you're for the the listeners at home, Kobe is uh, at the very bottom of the legal threshold. Like he's like the lowest amount of Aboriginal descent you can be to still qualify for all of the and government I don't benefits like, of being Aboriginal descent. And I don't. I don't abuse that because I feel as though it is not. But it's a not part abuse though. It's no, it would be because it's not something that I would particularly partake in, right? But anyway, that makes anyway. him eligible for like uh, Centrelink payments based on like, like, uh, like as a, I think it's part yes. of like the reparations and stuff that he yeah. doesn't take. Um, he got an extra ATAR point or two at school, I think. Yeah, uh, but it also, was like a, yeah. It, you're, you're eligible for Pfizer, the, you, you get priority. But see, again, I don't want to abuse some a, a legal technicality that necessary like i'm all right you know i'm all right anyway so i google i google uh vaccine clinic liverpool because that's the uh that's the council region that i live in mm. um and the first one comes up as like southwestern sydney uh phn you know all right so this is the quote this is the quote here ready uh so uh, COVID nineteen vaccines are free, blah blah blah, in Australia. Even if you're not an Australian citizen, blah 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 blah. That's the Australian really wants every- that it's completely free, even for non-citizens. Like that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, it does come out of tax, but that's what we pay tax for. Yeah, exactly. So that people can get it. Each um, anyway. and die the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so, ready? I quote. The Australian government wants everybody in Australia to have access to a safe, free COVID nineteen vaccine if they choose to be vaccinated. Now, this is on the like southwestern sydney website the pfizer vaccine is prioritized for people under 60 years of age the astrazeneca vaccine is prioritized for people age 60 and over so see what you said by so the the window is- for pfizer at the moment is the is the 40 to 59 range of the people who are currently uh, eligible this website is fairly misleading because it says Pfizer vaccine prioritized for people under 60, but the AstraZeneca is prioritized for people age so 60 and over. It's not wrong. So it's not wrong, but it's telling a mistruth well, because so, the AstraZeneca. So you, if you wait until like, or, like October, if you wait until October, um, you'll be able to the get Pfizer. the Pfizer one. Like you are priority. Yeah. The reason is because like the. So the issue, the whole controversy around the AstraZeneca has been like there was a few cases of uh, blood clots and apparently it's uh, more likely to take effect in young people. Uh, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, tell the, I'll tell this partly in my story. Never mind. Forget I, forget I didn't decide. 
Um, so yeah, the, the AstraZeneca, like the blood clots, there's a higher risk in young people. So they're like, well, if you're over this age, you're going to die anyway, fucking idiot. Um, get AstraZeneca. Uh, and if, if you're younger, uh, get Pfizer if you can. But the problem is we have no Pfizer. Like we have barely any yes. Pfizer because of I have ScoMo a bit for that. Uh, did a bit of a fuckaroonie. Um, and because got the people, the people that head AstraZeneca or some people, uh, uh, liberal member members of, well, like they were. Hold on, let me find out. Hold on, there was uh, the it, Scomo is like somehow tied to the like CEO yes. of AstraZeneca or something, and he yeah. turned down a shipment of forty million Pfizer doses or something in in place of AstraZeneca. Back in back in like March, yeah, wasn't he did it? that before yeah. we knew like the unfortunate side effects of AstraZeneca. So yeah. people have like grabbed that information now and been like, Scomo, you fuckhead. But that was before we knew AstraZeneca potential bad. Anyway, um, so. Like, yeah, so the how the government's, like, uh, scheme is, like, a negative-sounding word, but, like, the current, like, vaccine pl- plan is what the word I'm actually looking for, is yeah. um, if you're over 60, you get AstraZeneca, you've been eligible for ages, get it. If you're 40 to 59, we don't have a lot of Pfizer, but you are in the bracket that we're giving it to, so you can mm-hmm. register and go get your Pfizer vaccine now. And if you're under 40, it's, like, 16 to 39, I think, is the next range. Yeah. Uh, if you could, I, I think you can still book your Pfizer in and you can get it. Um, but I think like mm-hmm. later down the track, or if you're okay with getting AstraZeneca, um, as long as like, we're going to tell you the risks and then you can make your own informed decision based on your mm-hmm. past, like medical history, uh, and how important you think getting vaxxed up is a double vaxxed up on a Thursday afternoon, hella ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I took all of that information in um, and then in an effort to defy the Murdoch media, <laughs> I had signed up for the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine and I was able to get an appointment within like three weeks, uh, which was, yeah. was real cool, at like a local medical center. So I, signed, yeah. I, go in, I go in on Monday for my thing and I was expecting a bit more hullabaloo uh, in terms of hullabaloo. like the, the preamble to the vax because basically I pulled up, I go to the, the lady at the reception and she's like, fill out this. And it was like a, it was it was once it was like the the paper version of the eligibility checker. Yeah. Um. I was like, cool. Filled that out. Handed it back to her, and she's like, I right, lit. Um. Sit back down. The doctor will get you. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. This doctor pulls up. He's like, yep, come with me, little boy. And I'm like, that's weird. I have a beard. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> False. He didn't call me a little boy. I know. He's like, yeah, come in. And he's like, all right. Um. I presume you know the risks. And I was like, yep. And he's like, you still cool? I was like, yep. And then he and then he talked a little bit. He's like, uh, because on on Monday I think they moved you. They, before they were recommending fifteen weeks between AstraZeneca doses, and now they've moved. It yeah, to six then to they eight. moved it to six. And he, yeah. he he pretty much he was like, you know the risks. Uh, you're still here, so obviously like you're willing to still get the vaccine. I think that's a good decision. Um, and then he asked like, do you have your second appointment booked in? I said yes. And he's like, um, cool. Don't move it sooner on my recommendation. Like, don't move it any closer than eight weeks because the longer you have between yeah. the two shots, the more effective it is. And he's like, mm-hmm. right, okay, uh, we'll go to the nurse and you'll get the shot. And I was like, hmm, surprisingly short preamble. I sit down, the yes. nurse is like, left or right arm. I was like, um, which which do you recommend? And she's like, well, are you left or right-handed? And I was like, I'm right-handed. She goes, I'm going for the left arm. Yeah. Legit. She's like, all right. All right, you're good to go. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, damn, that was no ceremony for the fucking, like, the vax no. to end What do the- you think that we're going to do? It Bring you out a felt- fucking trophy? It, it felt weird how little preamble there was to, like- Dan, this- it's a doctor, not a f- not the Olympics. But Kobe, it was the the past 18 months have been, like, gripped with an iron fist by this virus. They're a doctor! <laughs> 
but they, they didn't even be like, are you sure? You know, there's clots. You know, there's <laughs> clots. They didn't even do any of that. They were just like, yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah, I got the vaccine and they're like, um, just like make sure you chill in the lobby for 15 minutes. Uh, so in case you die. Um, <laughs> do black clots take that? No, Wait, no, no. Actually, so no? it's for like that's for like if you have an allergic reaction to the to oh, the vaccine. Okay, They're yeah, like yeah. chill in the lobby for fifteen minutes. We aren't gonna check. Um, and only talk to us again if you if you if you can. We give you permission to address the receptionist if you're dying. Otherwise, leave it the fuck alone. Um, <laughs> so I just I sat there for like fifteen minutes because I feel like I could have just gotten up and left, but I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I, this is a this is a an out fish out of water situation for me being outside of my house at somewhere other than work. Um, so I followed okay. the rules. Uh, I sat yep. there for 15 minutes and then I got up and left and I was, yep. and, and then I got in my car and I was like, hi, I'm, I'm half vaxxed. That's pretty pog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so I've heard obviously like one of the, the big things you hear is, oh man, that vaccine, that shot will put you on your ass for a bit. You'll, you'll feel a bit ill. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, not me. I'm stronger than, disease yeah, toxic masculinity <laughs> i'm better than this uh so i went went home and i was like i was i was pretty chilling on the monday i had a like a, a microsoft teams call with my thesis group uh and then we streamed on monday night uh which mm-hmm. i had a fantastic stream actually with our good friend maddie from the yes, uh from the stream, from team. The stream team i'm gonna put his twitch link if i remember in the description of this episode make sure you go give him a follow he is a warzone god and we probably are gonna i've been talking to him we're gonna stream together again in the future hopefully more organized so twitch.tv slash maddie it's m-a-t-t-a-y-z zed shit um make sure you go follow him on twitch anyway we had a great stream on monday and towards the end of the stream on monday i was like well i'm getting a bit of a ripper of a headache but i just chalked it up to looking at the computer for too long Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So I get, I lie down in bed and I'm like, oh, headache. Uh, popped, a, popped a panty. That's lingo mm-hmm. for a panadol. Gloop, gloop, gloop. And that subdued the headache enough for me to browse TikTok for a few hours and then fall asleep. <laughs> okay, so I, I have I have work on Tuesday morning at 9am, okay? And I wake up at like 8.15 <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Daniel, no feel no good. <laughs> oh no. Oh. So I'm like, well, I'm I'm running late for work, and I feel kind of shitty calling in sick like this early because uh, I knew that same day the the girl who normally works like all day during the day had been a casual COVID contact, so she wasn't able oh, to come okay. in. So my boss was already scrambling, and I was like, fuck, I'm I'll have a shower, and I'm sure I'll feel better after the shower. So I quick I have mm-hmm. a quick shower because I'm fucking running late. Uh, yep. And I'm like, oh, don't feel better after the shower. I had a throbbing headache. Um, I felt super lightheaded and dizzy, and I just felt nauseous. And my arm and was your dick was like sore. five rock inches hard, longer. Rock hard. It was extended. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't feel great, but fuck, I guess it's too late to cancel now. Soldier on. I go to work, and I'm like, oh, did not feel did not feel fantastic. And it got to the point where eventually. We were, thankfully, my boss had overcompensated in getting staff in to make up for it, so we're overstaffed. And he had to send; he was going to send one person home at one o'clock anyway. And I was like, uh, "This guy, <laughs> pick me, yeah, pick please, me. please." But yeah, oh, that God. shot was no fucking joke, dude. I felt yeah. I know some people like Braden. Uh, our friend Braden has uh, like a seventeen or eighteen inch penis. Uh, he's very extremely yeah. cool, no side effects. But me, <laughs> three I'm inches clip over that here. And send it to him. Do You're it. Calling Braden cool. Uh, no, his ego is already at an all time high. There's nothing we can do to, to increase it. Um, 
But yeah, no, so he had no side effects. And meanwhile, I knocked on my ass. My dad had the shot on like Friday and Saturday was a ride off for him. So like, yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of link genetically, like we have bad genes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I'm half vaxxed now. I, I'm still feeling it a little bit, but not too bad. My arm still extremely sore. Uh, but yeah, now I'm half vaxxed. And honestly, it feels kind of cool being in the upper echelon of society. Like, yeah, does it's, it? You, you should be like... Uh, thrilled that uh, me a vaxxed half vaxxed is spending time with the unclean unvaxxed like you okay like yeah. it just there's like such an air of superiority around me now that i'm half vaxxed dan i'm gonna have to give you a point for that one <laughs> shit god so, damn so it i can bring you down i can bring you down you know it's true i am half vaxxed but i now have two points <laughs> yes um yeah, I think I'm just going to wait for the Pfizer. I, I was so the person... So if I was you, fucking book it in now. Yeah, I see. Yes. But that means I have to call because usually when you're booking hot in... Hot dog. Yeah. A hot dog. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, just, yeah book one online. Um, yeah. Anyway, to, to piggyback off of that, right? To, to piggyback off of that. Why are there still anti-vaxxers? Why are there still people that want to choose freedom over actual freedom you know so there's a, what i mean a lady at my work is like extreme anti-vax um and so it's it's like a joke among the rest of the staff like because she she's a like a permanent staff member she's there every day um yeah. and it's like a joke like oh what the fuck did she say to you today and every day she's got like some some story cooked up like oh in the u.s you know they're like fucking trapping people for clinical <laughs> trials and shit and like oh like Tens of people are dying every day from the masks from like low oxygen, and it's just like crazy yeah. shit. Oh. Um, and she's been like, she got, she went to like her doctor, who sounds like mm. a fuckhead from the shit that she says he says. Um, yeah, and, and and managed to get like an exception for wearing the mask, like she got like a lawful exception for wearing a mask. Oh. Um, but I I don't know if it has like an expiry or something like the exception. Because today was the first time since the pandemic started. I'm not sure if like either that happened or a staff members, like a couple of customers have said things to other staff members and it got passed up to my boss and back down to her that she has to yeah. wear a mask. Because fuck, she was wearing a mask today and she was doing the whole song and dance of like pulling it off her face and panting, like wearing it under her nose. It was so funny. But it doesn't, I've, like unless I've, so I did I did junk mail for the first time in a while last night and I wore a mask during it because oh, excellent call I hate seeing that shit people are going on walks and runs and shit walks not wearing without a mask, a mask and they go yeah, like see, this close by someone it's like no you just got AIDS yeah so, yeah. so AIDS isn't a, isn't a very um nice thing you know it's not a thing to joke about anyway um yeah I was I was wearing a mask while I was walking because I'm you know it's a again like it's not necessarily an essential service but we're we're being told to work you know and I'm trying to well, do... Well, I think it's because it's not indoors, it's outdoors. There's some line skirting. Yeah, right. But while I was doing it, I was walking. It was nonstop walking with a a, a moderately heavy bag around my shoulder, right? And it wasn't... Like, I was walking not at a slow pace, right? I, I didn't feel any breathing issues at all. Now, granted, some people may have... um like a, a crooked nose that that you know dude i can, saw like can affect their breathing but at, at the I same time i saw a time, dude today with a fucking cartoonly large nose uh and he was wearing his mask under it and i was like i don't want to ask him to pull his mask up because like he had a fucking 
like a fucking schnoz, my guy. Like it would have, <laughs> there would have like been Gilgamesh? like a, there Was would have been like a four centimeter air gap between his like cheek and his mask <laughs> if he pulled it up over his nose. I was like, I honestly don't know what the best course of action for you is here. Like he needs like one of those, you know, those scuba masks they give influencers. That's like a whole face air shield. <laughs> like that's what he. <laughs> anyway, done. Yeah, I'm done I'm now. Kicking this dude while in his fucking gigantic nose while he's down. <laughs> This is terrible out of context. This is... Oh, Dan. Anyway, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why people are still on that kick of not wanting to get the vaccine, but also wanting to come out of, you know, the past 18 months. It's, I mean, it's, you'll notice there's a the Venn diagram is a circle. Yes. This is a Venn diagram heavy episode. The Venn diagram is a circle <laughs> of people who don't want the vaccine, who don't wear masks or like wear their masks incorrectly and like are just mm. kind of resistant to the whole process who don't follow the COVID check-in rules and like are, yeah. are not following the lockdown rules of only leaving the house for essential things and like breaching the yeah. perimeter stuff. And then like like the people who are spreading COVID in the community, that Venn diagram mm. is a fucking circle. It's those people. And I think and they're ruining it for the fucking people who are taking it all seriously and are following all of the rules. And yeah. It's it's very frustrating. I, and it's it's that it's that uh, we talked about it ages ago. I think this was like last year, right? And it was about, you know, like the, the common good and doing things for the for the common good. And th- that people that always preach about wanting to wanting to be free and wanting everybody to do what they want can't think like socially for like two minutes, right? Yeah. And it's that same thing. The reason why we're in this lockdown now is because somebody who was in range to get vaccinated didn't get vaccinated. And because, you know, and it's this domino effect. And the reason why we're back in a lockdown 18 months later when fucking the US of all places, you know, is basically reopened at this point. Like people are going. Oh, for like, better or for at- worse in some states. Yes, of course. Right. <laughs> but Did you, I saw a graph part, on Twitter you know, that was like um, vaccination rates versus political leaning. And it was like yeah. there was a fucking line in the middle of of like blue states almost fully vaccinated, red, mm-hmm. states, red states barely vaccinated, and I was like, yeah, yeah this, this wasn't is, the number. Wasn't again, the number like they've politicized of, something of total population percentage vaccinated? Like, didn't it like flatline around 60 percent there? Yeah, which is fucking terrifying to think about because there are over three hundred million people there. Disregard the kids, which are you know like you know kids that don't necessarily have autonomy because of parents and and Mm. government rules and shit like that, right? But even still, that's still like upwards of 250 million people to 300 million people. And half of that just, or like just a little under half of that are saying, no, I don't want to get vaccinated because I have my liberties. And what am I going to do with those liberties? Fuck literally everything. You know, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, so you hear uh, it's it's like like a quote from like a book or a movie or some shit, like the greatest flaw with democ like democracy is the government of the people. Unfortunately, the people are fucking stupid. Yeah. Like you've <laughs> given idiots freedoms um, and like, 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 yes, it becomes when you start saying like, well, we should force the vaccines on these people. That's like a moral question of like, well, these people do have their own freedoms. You can't like forcibly inject shit mm. in their bodies. There's a moral moral like. There's yeah, a moral no, question course. to be had there. But there's also a moral question of how fucking selfish are you that you are like denying, outright denying science and facts. Um mm. pure like p- 
purely just so that you can exercise your freedom. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't imagine that anyone like peddling the anti-vax shit actually cares all that much about the vaccines. They just want to be able to exercise their, they just want to push back against like the government. I feel yeah. like it's it's well, way more that than them actually think, caring. What I think that has happened with modern politics, excuse the political talk for a minute, right, is that you've got these people that are that are backed behind companies that effectively pay them to lie. I think climate change is a fantastic example. And again, this is something else that I was thinking about today. Like the carbon tax was pushed so was pushed back so much on and it did have its problems but it was like such a good idea i mean look me for, and elon are 100 that on the it was around 11 year old dan said carbon tax good idea i i read an article and i and i read the facts and i understood it and i was like this i'm maybe 11 this sounds like a good idea <laughs> flash forwards 10 years joseph rogan hosts elonus muscus i think i'm yeah. i'm just going to extrapolate that elonus is probably his full name yeah, hosts yeah. elon musk and Elon says a carbon tax would solve a lot of our problems. And I'm like, I've known for 10 years. I've known for 10 years. Yeah, uh, but it, like even, <laughs> even 10 years ago, that it was like such an ahead of its time thing. And people in government, right, were effectively paid to lie, just outright lied to, to line their pockets that little bit more. And what's inadvertently happened is the people that follow politics like it's a fucking sports game have ended up believing that lie. Because people in government aren't stupid, like some are, of course, but there are people I mean, that there's, exist- there's a level like of you, there's like a bottom threshold of stupidity that you can have to be in government that's like fairly exactly. high because you have to have like degrees and shit. So no yeah. one in the government is like an or idiot. Even, so it's so, so or even some like of them, none of them are stupid. Some of them are fucking idiots, but they're not stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like even take the government out of it. Somebody like Ben Shapiro, who was a who was a uh, yeah? He's like extremely a well educated. Talking head. Yeah. He, I do not for a second think that he's not he is dumb. He's stupid. just a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. But he's peddling these lies because it benefits him in every single way because it's what it, it is what pays his bills. And the people that he's like serving it to are actually people that are uneducated. Yeah. You know, it's that's well, the so big problem. I, think I guess you touched on something that's kind of like. That like put the last puzzle piece in in my mind for how like what's going on. It's like any video. It's like any competitive video game. Here we go. We're bringing yes. it back to gamer talk. Right, like let's you, go, yeah. you take a game like League of Legends, and the game is League of Legends, but the meta game is uh, for this like for the uninformed people in chat who aren't familiar with these phrasings. You talk about like the meta in games like this, and what that refers to the the Latin word meta it means of its like of itself. So when you talk about a video game, the meta game is the game of the game. And in a game like League of Legends, it's uh, the game on top of the game where people have figured out what the best ways to play the game are to win. Like what yeah. what characters are the, are the strongest at the moment, like in, like in a game like Destiny, like what guns are the best and stuff. And it's the game of the game that like instructs how you play the game. Mm. It's gotten to the point where like any game, politics has its meta. Like yes. they know that certain actions will like move, like will shift the tides stronger. Mm-hmm. Not in it, like, and it's less about like moral correctness or what's actually correct, and it's more like the matter of it. It's like how are you going to move the needle the most? Yeah, exactly. And it, again, it's it's just like willfully lying, and there's nothing you can necessarily do to stop it because if, for example, 
one side of government says we want to raise taxes for we want to increase tax brackets and make more tax brackets to future proof our system um, and it may end up negatively affecting most people in the short term but in the long term it's going to have a positive effect on the community as a whole the other side doesn't necessarily have to outright lie they can tell the half truth of your taxes are going to go up underneath this government right because they're making big tax plans and they're going to use your money for x y and z right and it's so hard to rebut that because it's like well what are we going to do like criticize the system that we are playing now like one side ultimately well the defense right is weaker than the attack because you can't necessarily disprove We're in attack something like for the government right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't necessarily God, God disprove people having stress. trouble to breathe under a mask. You can't disprove that because yeah, you were not like, that like, person. But the, at the same time, I mean, it's literally the amount of people like, that are, oh, I have yeah. trouble breathing under the mask. What are you going to say? No, you don't. Like, and then they say, yes, I do. And it's like, well, you're a fucking idiot. Get get out of my IGA. <laughs> yeah, like then then just don't come here to do something. So I yeah, it's. I'm just, I'm just really annoyed because we were meant to have a gig this Saturday, and oh, it was now it's called this Saturday. And, pardon? It was supposed to be this Saturday. You're fucking right. It was. That's so upsetting. It was. It's it, like every single, like every single time something. You and Caden need to stop organizing gigs because you literally I swear to God, back man. Into lockdown every single fucking time. Every single time yeah, you managed to sneak time. the one in March in just before everything closed down again. We were also able to sneak one in as restrictions were easing but not easing enough for there to be dancing only standing yeah and then the one stand the one the first dancing gig that we were going to have like i think it was two months ago some Gone. guy needed to get a barbecue so dude that what about weekend the was fucker done- that spent 11 hours in an ikea <laughs> <laughs> bro imagine getting covered and being like but i kind of need a new desk though <laughs> i don't i can't fathom it has to just be that they didn't like check out on the server shoot that was well. Yeah, that, no, right? they didn't. There's, they, there's they no didn't. way they were physically. Yeah, no. What? Okay, I understand IKEA is like the fucking Charlie and the it's chocolate a, factory of the of the but eleven hours. World. Eleven, 11 hours, hours seems successful. I have. If I was somewhere in, if I was in one place for eleven hours straight, I think I'd probably, you know, I could count on my hand, like on my fingers, the number of places in the world I want to spend eleven hours straight at. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, so um, get vaxxed is the moral of get the story. Vaccinated. I'm half vaxxed, if- Kobe's not, uh, and he's lesser because of it. But I have two oh, points damn. on the board, so that brings me down as well. Um, yes, and and you know what? You were boasting there again, so I'm going to have to give you a third one. Yeah, there you go. Guys, see, it's a simple game we play here. You put down the lower class, and you ultimately win. Um, <laughs> That's the podcast meta. Speaking <laughs> of the podcast meta, how's the transition? Um, Kobe, I've discovered an anomaly in the numbers, okay? I was doing the figures, balancing oh, the books, the checks and right. the balances, you know. All right, um, I'm going to I'm going to uproot I'm going to uproot Dan's transition here. So Dan has this fascination, like most Zoomers do, with numbers next to their name. And he he. Number he big means I mean more. After we, we Number talked, big means I mean more as a person. <laughs> yes. We we spoke about a specific controversial topic, and I'm going to pivot this because the the glorious leader of this stream team, Grace, tweeted about it, and I'm not going to have you talk no, about okay, it so again. Grace's, just tweet, for easy Grace's tweet was not saying that 
those topics like like the no 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You haven't let me bad. finish. You haven't let me finish. You haven't let me finish. Right. So Dan was looking at the numbers for our recent episodes and saw that the one that we were in a hot tub talking about girls. No, in it hot wasn't tubs. the one we were in a hot tub. It was the one where we talked about the Amaranth Indie Fox band. I said the names. We could put them in the title. 200 views. 200 views. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the episode, uh, two episodes ago where it was just me and Kobe again. And we talked about the, um, we had like a very tasteful conversation. It wasn't supposed to be like Mm. using that to farm views. I feel like we had a very good conversation about the nature of Twitch and like the hot tub meta and the bands that had happened. And we talked about like, well, like, is there going to have to be a further paradigm shift? It was a really good conversation. Go back and listen to that episode. But um, mm-hmm. me and my fucking 3000 IQ brain was like, well, the only way we're going to get people to click on this, you put photos of me and Kobe on there. No one wants to click on it. You put a photo of fucking Amaranth and Indie Fox on the thumbnail. Everyone's going to click on that shit. So I got into Photoshop. Okay. I got a photo of Amaranth and Indie Fox smacked them on there. And then I cranked that saturation bar all the way to the top and I put like the fucking Mortal Kombat versus and some fire and shit on there. Shit was crazy. Okay. It was a pop and thumbnail and it <laughs> did like six times the views compared to our next highest viewed YouTube video. It was, it was very insane. So I'm like, well now we have to bring them up every episode so I can justify <laughs> putting them in the title and thumbnail so that we get hella views. And yes, the average view retention was like 90 seconds, but I don't care because they clicked on the video and the number went higher and that means I mean more as a person, okay? That's what that's what the internet's told me. Bigger number equals self-worth. Secondarily to that, I, I commented before that uh, Fall From Grace, the person who is the leader of our stream team, tweeted something the other day which, which like, I don't... I, I like I, I usually You're don't talking about like Twitter. the slot meta tweet, right? Yeah, it was it was about slot meta, and I, it was kind of it was something that I was like I rarely scroll on Twitter. I usually just skip to the top and then read the f- top three tweets because mm. I don't have a lot of time. Um, but I was scrolling and I saw the tweet, and it got me thinking. And I want to use the remaining time we have left to talk about holy shit! It was a misog- It was misogyny all along. I don't wasn't think it, it? was. Don't you? Uh, definitely a factor. I think that's why some people were in it. But I do think, I mean, we had we had our conversation, um, which yes. I feel like was very insightful and well thought out and, and not just like women are succeeding and I hate that. That's not what our conversation was. Um, I also just want to clarify. It was very much because I think at least Ooh. a good percentage of the conversation was about how is this in relation to Twitch's terms of service uh, yes. and not necessarily... Women are the evil here, and yeah, yeah, and I hate that they're succeeding. We talked about, hey, this thing's happening; it's skirting these rules. Is that okay on this platform that we love? See, that's that's the conversation that we had, and there most, were some people saying like women shouldn't be doing that. But that- also, in in comparison, I think that the so if you don't know what the slots matter is, it is people gambling. It's people using like uh, online slot machines. As and that being a foil for the content, you know, instead of playing a game, they're on slot machines and they're they're making, you know, it. Then they've got so much, so many views on people like just openly gambling, and I I was made aware, like I was aware of it at the same time. Um, I think ironically there was a there was a XQC clip on live stream fail of him talking about Amaranth or someone. Uh, the hot tub meta while he was doing slots. But it never really occurred to me how bad of, like how much worse or to the degree 
of like terrible that kind of content is for this site at the same time because most everyone was talking about girls in bikinis which like let's be honest is fairly harmless you know in the in the grand scheme of things but there are people actually gambling to a young audience like it would be a lie to say that the audience isn't young right and mostly like peddling like look at this much money that i can make from from slots and even if they say don't gamble kids kids are still going to look at that see someone make fucking two and a half million dollars and go i could do that right and i think that is i think there's a conversation to be had necessarily about how twitch as a whole um viewed women doing something fairly risque and taboo on this site that had that were using the same excuses that i think using something like slot machines and gambling i mean i do think you're 100 right audience. like the fact that it was women dr- dressing scantily clad it attracted a lot of eyes and thus it attracted a lot of conversation and yes this slots thing is happening and it like you could it definitely is more male streamers you can't argue that um mm-hmm. and it's not getting the same kind of it's not garnering the same kind of attention and i yes i do think there's like a level of sexism that is involved there are you i'm not even going to deny that um but I do think that the situations are fairly different because I they're not blatantly in breach of TOS. I think that this argument is the same argument as like the CSGO skin controversy that happened a while ago because there is no way on God's green earth you can tell me that none of these people are like co-owners in these sites or are doing oh, the yeah, same no, rigged no, betting no, things. Yeah. I think that's where that controversy is. And I do mm-hmm. think we're going to see the hammer fall on that in the next like couple months. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, the CSGO skin thing from, like, 2014, 15, 16, yeah. whatever the fuck that all happened. We're old. We are. Uh, look, we're gamers, okay? We've been around the we're block gamers. or we're two. Old. Yeah. Um, no, we so, there, like, we that, I do Drake think... Cheated. We I do think, the like, the, the other the other shoe's going to drop on that. And we are going to see Twitch do something. Like, if they don't do something, that's going to be a fucking terrible look for them. And then, yes, we have to t- have the conversation about whether it's sexism and stuff. But I don't I think it's had the high I'd... profile. It there hasn't been the high profile incident yet that there was with the the hot tub streams. And I, I do think there disagree. is a level of misogyny there. <laughs> like yeah, I, agree I, with I you. still disagree. I, I feel as though something like this, you know, it's that same thing. It's like yes, it's it's technically allowed in the TOS, but it doesn't deserve to be on the site. You know, yeah, there, there the is, site, that is a know. whole other question. Right, um, and that was that was the that was my main argument with with hot tub streamers, and that was because I was like, you know, every other clip on live stream fails would be somebody in a hot tub, or like the front page would be filled with people with hot tubs because you know Twitch was advertising that, right? And people were fucking talking about it. But those same people that were talking about it were the ones also playing these slot machines. You know, the there's there's an irony there. There's, there's a level irony. of irony. You know, actually, the more you're saying it, like I do- it's hard because I want to see the like the good in like, the conversation. Because a think lot of the Amaranth- conversation around the hot tub streams that I participated in was explicitly not coming at it from a stance of misogyny. But like, I guess you're right. I- Do you think like if Amaranth and Indie Fox, and, if like, Amaranth was in a hot world- tub and pulled up a slot machine, people would fucking lose their minds. <laughs> no, but you, if you imagine like them talking out about it, 
it would it like people would instantly point at them and say, "Yeah, but you were in a hot tub in front of fourteen and fifteen year olds using your body, like blah blah blah." You know, going on this on this stuff compared to someone like you know someone at the same caliber or a lesser caliber, you know, yeah, relatively speaking, you know, like XQC or like f- some cunt from Phase or a hundred thieves, right, playing slots while the hot tub meta was going on when they were in their chat and the streamer was going, look, this is bad because this isn't, this shouldn't be on there while they're playing slots. Like it's that, it's that terrible sort of precedent that we've set that, you know, like because a girl is doing something taboo, it's wrong. But when a guy is doing something taboo, it's, it's that it's taboo. It's like, Oh, it's pushing the boundary when, in my opinion, both are equally as wrong. But when you look at the when you look at it like from a top down perspective, and you go, "Wait, these are this is effectively the same controversy, but in a in a different form," and people aren't necessarily talking about it the exact same way, mm. it, it raises a few red flags. And I think again, it was Grace's tweet that sort of sparked yeah. that thing for me so good on good on supreme leader the only person in the stream team that i canonically cannot hate uh i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that no I, my camera is the other way oh, but still i feel like, I was you, saluting I feel like the supreme leader so, yes but oh, i feel as though she wouldn't appreciate i don't know i don't i, I don't saluting. know i I didn't leave my hand. Stop making it something it's not. You made it something that it wasn't. I mean, you were making something it was. It was you were making something that it wasn't. I feel as though you were doing that, Dan. You've really brought the energy to a weird place. Stop doing it. Stop doing it, Dan. You salute like this, and then you, and then you go for you go forward and across. Do you go forwards and across? That feels. Well, I mean, technically, technically, you're supposed to salute like this, like you go with your right hand. And then when you take it down, you you're like just you just take it down. I was in I was in the army cadets. I would know, were, but were you actually? Yeah, I was. What the? I fuck? was well, not like not like perfect. Like when when I was twelve or thirteen, I was in like the, the cadets. Was that um, something your parents, parents forced upon you? Nah, my uh, one of my my mom's partner at the time, his son was doing it, and mm. I was like, he was like, you should do it, and I said, okay. So I did it for like Yeah, I can't months. imagine a more fish out of water thing for you. Well, I was 12. So, you know, it wasn't the best scenario, especially as the weak boy that I was. Um actually, I do have a funny story. So well, we've we've hard pivoted, I guess. Um <laughs> We really have. <laughs> so, the cadets were really fun. There was a lot of information I learned uh, about the army and stuff like that, but we there was one camp that we did and it was like a weekend it was like a friday saturday camp or like a saturday sunday camp sorry so you got there the saturday morning you camped over saturday night and then you um you left midday on sunday mm. right now this was on barracks grounds at the holsworthy barracks is where i did it and it was the worst thing ever right so there was <laughs> This is this is hilarious because everything that I did was fairly wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing we were doing was using a compass and like following a following a path. And the rule of the compass was keep red in the shed. So the red arrow had to be on the red thing and keep heading like a specific direction. When it came to me, 
Like everybody was kind of fucking up. When it came to me, we went so far off course, like it was fairly bad. And again, I was 12. I don't feel like using my age as an excuse is, is fairly like, but in a situation like this, I think it's valid, right? Yes. Now, Hamish and Andy, they were doing a gap year that year, I, I think, or something similar to it. Uh, the and years one line the- up, 2012 sounds like peak Hamish yeah. and Andy gap year. So, in, so this is a different activity, which is like we were in like these small groups and we had to build furniture out of sticks and shit. Um, they were on their Europe gap year, I think. Okay. And they were talking to an army man in one of the episodes and at Hamish, I believe it was. This sticks out in my memory so bad. It was so cringe. He he like goes to one of the one of the army men there, like because he can't he can't technically order him, but he goes, I informally order you to do this thing. It was a very funny moment. The the studio audience laughed. So we were making this, and one of the kids there was bossing me around. And because I was a stubborn piece of shit, I was like, okay. And I thought as a joke, it would be funny to quote that Hamish and Andy thing because everybody watches Hamish and Andy in Australia. So I went, I informally, this kid didn't outrank me. We were both cadets, right? Mm. But he outranked me in like time only, I guess. And then the corporal that was overseeing it had a chat with me and I got, I shit my pants. I'm like, yes, corporal. Sorry, corporal. Yes, corporal. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, right. Not only that, the Saturday evening we were doing a we were doing an activity. So there was like this: you had to like get this glow stick that was at the end of a field, and a, a whole bunch of the seniors were patrolling the field. Um, and you had to like prone and like get you had you had to be the first one to get it. Basically, like it was it was kind of like tag, but mm. oh, what's it get? Anyway, you kind of get the gist of it. Field. Yeah. Um, so, and if they caught you, you'd have to run all the way back. But if you were sneaky enough, you could run, you know, like a shorter way back and then get down and then creep up. I was so bad at it that one of the seniors walked up to me and was like, all right, let's do this together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We'll get you as far up as possible. (laughs) Now that was bad. But again, that's what I'm saying. I can't picture you in this situation and like not having a breakdown and like not participating. No, I Did, Is this the I'm... moment that made Kobe? Like this experience no, no, no. like shaped you? <laughs> no. So um yeah, I was I was indoctrinated by the army at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the last bit is it wasn't we, we we camped out in a tent. Now I was severely underprepared, as I always am for any camping endeavor. I've camped in a tent twice in my life. This was the first time. The second time was on Duke of Ed. This was the first time. Now, it wasn't we didn't necessarily... like, talk about Duke of Ed on another podcast. What a wild yeah. thing. <laughs> so, there was nothing necessarily bad about it, except what month would it have been in? I think it would have been in late September. Um, and it was hot. It was, it was hot. And there were bugs everywhere. Now, there's this thing that you can get called a swag, which is like a mini yeah, I got a lot one of swag. person... T- yeah, it's a mini one-person tent that you can just like zip up from the inside and it's got like good airflow and stuff like that. It's good for one person. Um, and you can get like mini ones. So what the guy that outranked me that I tried to informally order, right, he'd been doing it because his dad was making him doing it. His dad was in the army. Like, so he had a mini swag and stuff like that. I didn't bring anything as a pillow. So I was kind of sleeping on nothing that sounds like I the think, kobe i know you'd do that yes. shit today i was severely underprepared um and 
one of the one of the people that were actually in the army, I forget what his rank was, um, but he had a twin brother who was also in the army, and they made for funny shenanigans. Um, so every to to give a bit of context, every time somebody approached your encampment, you'd have to say, "Halt! Who goes there? State your name and business." Right? This wasn't something. No, this was something everybody had to do because it, it could have just been I feel some like random. They were bullying you. They were just no, like, no, no. This wasn't specifically me. This was fucking Kobe kid. We got. Oh, it's. I just, I just want to imagine the scenario. It wasn't just me. It was I just everybody. Want to imagine even the-, the scenario where they're all in on the bit. <laughs> and they're all fucking with you. No, the seniors were doing it as well. I think I've said it like twice the entire time. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. I'm going to pull this up. So we're, as we said at the top of the show, we're streaming this episode live on twitch.tv slash slogcast. And uh, one of our absolute favorite uh, chat members, Choco, has uh, just sent has just sent this image in. Oh, don't ignore, ignore what you're saying. Uh, we just sent this image in here, and I think that's a perfect description. Now for audio listeners... <laughs> It's kind of a vintage-looking army photo where uh, they have like so, uh, like soldiers with bags over their head and trying to like use echolocation, I guess, to find a pole. And there's one dude who just has no idea, and then Choco's drawn an arrow and said that's Kobe. And I think that's an extremely apt description. It's exactly I'm picturing it in my mind. <laughs> so, so one of the knights, the uh, sorry, the knight, one of those uh, actual officers. Um, I guess it was CO. I guess we call him a commanding officer. I don't fucking know. Um, had a ghillie suit, unbeknownst to like all of the cadets, like the new, the newer cadets, right? Mm. So I've got so many cadet stories. I can tell these all to yeah, you. Yeah, this the, like, I can't believe we've done me. a podcast for fucking like fourteen months and they've only just come out now. This is amazing. <laughs> um. So like it was maybe like 10 o'clock. Nobody could fucking sleep because so much shit was going on. There was one bug that would just go. I couldn't sleep. So this may have been like at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Like we're just, we're just chilling. We're trying to go to bed. And then all of a sudden, right? We hear a rustling in the bushes and we're like, fuck. Like I, I think nothing of it. I'm like, we're in the barracks. There's probably like a rabbit somewhere. It'll get scared off whatever fuck it <laughs> so um fucking the next thing that happens is we just all hear wow and this guy stands up in a ghillie suit and i am terrified i shit myself i i don't think i cried but i was very close i'm certain it you was, cried no, i'm sure in your memory didn't you didn't cry. a single tear streamed down your face <laughs> it was <laughs> it was it was scary as fuck cadets was fun i actually liked it in in it hindsight. sounds like you have stockholm syndrome uh, no i wouldn't also, go back also, i wouldn't go back also like looking at just like if you take like an outside perspective of that scenario how old do you think the commanding officer was like or the dude in the ghillie suit how old would you say he was uh I think he may have been mid thirties, but he was one of those people that were mid thirties who like were clean shaven bald. So he yeah. kind of looked like he was in his forties. Anyway, so we have like like an adult man who um, and that was probably the fucking highlight of his weekend was getting a ghillie scoot <laughs> and scaring some twelve year olds. And he fucking does it every year. He had done it for the last five years and was gonna do it for the next twenty. And that was just like <laughs> the high point of the year. And then afterwards they fucking like kicked out all your kids and they all had beers and was like, Remember when I made that fucking kid cry with my ghillie suit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love, yeah. like, having, like, 
like thinking about like school camps and some of like the the characters, like the the fucking yeah. counselors were, and just taking like the step out. We're like, damn, they were like super proud of like fucking with some fourteen year olds, huh? <laughs> yeah. We it's need to tell some school camp army. stories in later episodes as well, because we had some <laughs> funny shit happen on our camps, dude. But um, we're getting yeah. to the pointy end of the episode. Unfortunately, this has been one of the great ones. Mm. I, I've noticed a trend, okay? Now, yes. you did, at the top of the show, you mentioned uh, perhaps negative contributions of a, of a particular cast member. And I feel like this episode was another one that kind of led credence to that theory. <laughs> But um, I, I, I'm liking this two-person pod format. I feel like we have some great chemistry, you know? You, me, yeah. you uh, liberal tr- thinker, far left, you know, open-minded, and you, conservative, mm. hateful, closed-minded. It's a nice dichotomy that we have going <laughs> on. <laughs> anyway, Dan, where can no, the kids fuck you. find me? Where can me? they find you? <laughs> I said me. Oh, you, you fucked oh. me over at the end there, you conservative bastard. <laughs> And then you know what that means. No, you can't put one on the board. I'm putting one on the board right at the very end. <laughs> That's so many That's on four. the board. That's four. That's four tonight. The It's better than what you did previous. I think previous you got like seven. I did get so, a lot. This is an improvement, a marked improvement. This, this is an improvement, but I did start counting a lot later, you know, and there is still a little bit more of the night to go. Um, You can find me on Instagram at underscore five five Kobe five five underscore or my band at South underscore bound underscore band. We've got some pretty exciting news coming up. Expect Um, whatever the news is to get ruined by COVID. um, (laughs) And you can also find me on Twitter at Kobe five five. Yes. And you can find me at Daniel F seven three seven on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow my Twitter. I'm going to do a direct plug on my Twitter. I've been very active lately tweeting about things only I care about. So um, it's great. Come laugh at me. Um, you can follow me yeah, at, at DanielF737 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the Slotcast at Slotcast on all of the social media platforms. That is Twitter. That is Instagram. That is Facebook. Uh, also TikTok. We do those. Haven't, post, haven't posted on TikTok in a while. Not going to lie. Need to get back on that. Need to get back on the horse. Um, but make sure you also go over to twitch.tv slash slotcast and follow the channel and click that little bell and it'll go ring-a-ding-ding. Um, and if you do that, you'll get the live notifications. Whenever we go live, we stream at least twice a week, Mondays and Wednesdays, and the podcast happens on Wednesdays. I'm so scared of what Kobe's showing the screen right it's now. It's a dog. It's, it's a, a dog. dog. Okay. It's a dog. Um, it's our friend's dog. And then make sure you head over to YouTube, just search up Slotcast and hit that subscribe button. We don't have a vanity URL of yet, but you can catch all of the video episodes of the podcast. Not only this podcast, but also our other podcasts, Footy Talk and uh, on Indefinite Hiatus Weekly Roundup. Uh, and, and as a closing note, Kobe is going to sing us the songs of his people. Oh. oh, I thought you were going to get the drums going, then I was going to... Kobe, you fucked it up. How did I fuck it up? You, not you only have you played that song, not only have you played that song in the outro of, like, I think last week's episode, you didn't even play the fucking drop for me to fade out on. God, I'm so irate. You fucker.